Hey guys, quick disclaimer before the podcast starts. I just wanted to say that I apologize for some of the choppy audio from my side of the conversation. It's just that we had some problems with the mic while recording in the, on Discord, and we really couldn't figure it out in time. So, so yeah, I just wanted to apologize for the bad audio, and I still hope you enjoyed the podcast regardless. And I promise that by next episode, um, it will all be fixed and the audio will be nice and smooth, so you could, so you won't hurt yours or nothing. And yeah, thank you guys, and I'm sorry. Good day, um, our fellow people. Welcome to the Baraja Podcast. I am your host, Jorge Santian, and today with and, is uh, Bruce Nunez. I am going to be co-hosting this channel. If uh, no controversy uh, passes by, there, but I doubt that. <laughs> and this um, is just us too, so there's not going to be no controversy. Anyways, yes, welcome. Yes, this is the Baraja Podcast. And today we're just going to be introducing ourselves. Just a quick introduction, and we're going to move on to our topic for today as a first episode. What is it? What is our topic for today, Bruce? Um, we will be talking about social phenomenons, uh, specifically those related to psychology. Um, but I honestly, this is more like an introduction episode. I uh, wanted to focus more on that. Um, because, like... Just because we talk about the social phenomenons today, don't expect it to be more psychology-based or anything-based. This is going to be a mix. Uh, kind of why we call it La Baraja, or the mix for Catalana. But we may change that, depending on, like, the timing. But we plan on making a separate, like, variety of, like, content. We want to yes. be educational, but at the same time, we want to talk about interesting stories and certain amount of other stuff. It may not be as unique, like it may not be so unique as other like channels. But honestly, this something. is just, but this is just for the more of the fun of it, rather than like, like, um, serious appealing. Like we don't, like we don't have any like target audience. We're just trying to be here for everybody, and um. And it's trying winter to have fun break, while we doing got a lot of free time. Yeah, we got free time. Uh, I already have too much, so this is going to help me um, kill some of it. And yeah, this this first episode certainly has killed a lot of my free time, but I'm happy for <laughs> that because honestly, I've, I've learned a lot of stuff today, and you guys hopefully today will. As well. Um, yes. Um, so, can, like, introducing ourselves, like, how do we say this? We're just a couple of um, students uh, South Ca- in South California. I don't want to be specific because uh, I definitely don't want to. I definitely don't want to be doxxed by the fifth episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're, we are just a couple of kids. Um, we don't, don't no flexing. So I'm just gonna say uh, I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing stupid. <laughs> but, right. Okay. Okay, so, okay, like, okay. Introduction. So um, let me start with introductions. So as Bruce said, and as I said in the beginning, my name is Jorge Santillan. Uh, I'm a student from, of, I'm a high school student on the southern part of California in the Los Angeles County. And 
I, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's nothing much to say about me. Who else can I say about myself? We're co-students. Um, we go, yeah, we're co-students. We, okay, Ruth, your turn. Um, yeah, uh, I'm in the same situation since we're in the same school. Uh, I'm very open. Um, I would tell you guys a lot about me right now, but, you know, usually some of the more interesting stuff, I kind of want it to be more episode-based. Um, you learned. Depending on the... Depending on like what we're talking about, yeah. Depending on the circumstances, I will definitely tell you more about myself. I um, I'm very open. Like uh, I don't mind. Like, oh, yeah. I would. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't mind going off about my life story. And right now this episode could be my. You life could go story, on for but... hours. Yes, but uh, today we just want to like get ourselves straight, like sorted out, and then you guys hear us right now. We talk about like social psychology, and later on we can just like go along about ourselves. And uh, go and, all out, all right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to be on again. I'm sorry. All right. Okay, there, I'm done yawning. Okay. I have this thing where I have to be on all the time. Just, I don't, I don't get it. Just don't make this thing contagious, dude. Okay. <laughs> and, my, um, and they do say yawning is contagious. It is contagious. Uh, well, that's, okay. that's not something I was planning on talking about today. Okay, this is uh, the podcast. This is the point of it. We just do random stuff. Anyways, got uh, the, okay. Okay, so real quick. Um, so the podcast. Okay. La, we named it La Barreja Podcast, which in I think in Catalan translates to the mix because that is what this whole podcast is all about. Like Bruce said, we're just gonna be doing a mix content. We're gonna typically our mainstream content is just gonna be pure just chatting, telling stories, and everything, but Every episode, every second episode, we're gonna make an educational episode, just about any I don't know, like psychology or history. May- maybe any topic. It depends. Any it, anything goes. Anything uh, goes. It yes. could be just anything we enjoy. Because uh, I you are not gonna scream to me that I'm gonna teach you about quantum mechanics. Because oh, no, my no. God, I am uh, not going near there. <laughs> um, and this is the guy who is the favorite student of the math teacher. Shush. Um, uh, but yeah, um, just on topics we wish, uh, it, to me, it might mostly be psychology because the uh, fact is uh, I love psychology. Uh, I would say psychology. I would be a major. I want to be a uh, counseling psychologist. Um, counselor. Or counselor. Or counselor or maybe if in the extreme terms, uh, if I were to dedicate myself that much, a psychiatrist. But that depends on how life goes, which... Uh, you know, it goes. I don't know. Yeah, sometimes it's just lots of down uphills, bro. Lots of hills. That's for sure. But uh, yeah, that's for sure. We already experienced those downhills while trying to prepare for the podcast today. Actually, downhills is going easier. Just saying. <laughs> but, uh, it's easier to go downhill than going uphill. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that's just gonna be the main thing. We're just gonna be having a mix. But uh, um. Let's get to our educational episode because uh, I think, yeah, we just wanted to start educational because uh, even though it is an introduction episode, we kind of actually wanted to like let you know, yes, talk about. We, are, we are dedicated to like yes. at, least getting, at least getting research done for you guys to educate you guys somewhat. Um, at least a little bit. If it's, at least it's, if it's a little snippet of a little bit of information, it may come in useful in the future. You never know. Yeah, 
which uh this case um you may this may not be exactly helpful for your like your future plans and whatnot and blah 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 but but something understanding good these things uh, understanding that these things exist and uh like understanding why certain problems in our like in human life like exist and why yeah like it's a good thing to like understand yeah um, that's psychology that's psychology for you guys um yeah, like, but dude, disclaimer actually, there you go go ahead uh, i was just gonna say this kind because like um we are just a couple of students we are we are not experts we're not experts at any of these stuff we're talking about even though i enjoy psychology a lot i'm not i wouldn't say i'm an expert at it and we're just, um, we're just a bunch of we're just two random teens who want to do a podcast and make it educational that's all we are yeah and our sources they are like there's multiple sources i I did not list them today because I didn't have that much time to uh, prepare. This was my fault. Um, my pro- I procrastinated on this, and then, uh, it was my fault. But um, um, but these sources they're not mine. Reliable. They're not. They they may not be reliable either. So uh-huh. take these <sighs> with just a bit of grain of salt. A grain just of a salt. Hey, salt uh, Okay. Just a bit, like I'm pretty certain some of these make sense, and like they actually they are supported by like some people, and they're well known all over. So these may be true, but they may also not be true. Right. But um, <laughs> that's a very interesting disclaimer you put there. Wait, okay. No, no, no. Like, like I just I just needed this kind because just in case some actual expert comes in and be like. See this thing here he, you said here. It's actually wrong. That's incorrect. Yeah, like I, we okay, we yeah, can't because like people expect a bit much. Okay, like everybody expects a lot from us. Like especially okay, if okay, you know hard. me. Yeah, but like if they, especially if they know me, and like they right. would expect a lot. <laughs> like this isn't I like mean, this isn't me yes. being arrogant, but. This is genuinely people thinking I'm always correct, which I'm not. Because you're a smart motherfucker. Yeah. uh, uh, We can't cuss, but let's just uh, be careful with our wording here. We gotta um, be proper. Alright, anyway, to the actual um, education. So, Okay, uh, so we just just have... Do you want to go first, or... Let's let's discuss this. It's a podcast. We should have fun with it. Okay? I have, like... I've taken like five looks, like five terms. Um, some like I thought of personally, like dearly to my heart, and others I was just like, "This is oh, interesting." Yeah, nah, yeah. I'll I take a quick look at it. Okay, you want to start with um bystander effect? Yes. Um, this was ah. uh dear to my heart. Uh, see, um, I got this incorrectly, which uh, well, yeah, sort of incorrectly, but I started this like on a manga, like. This isn't, this isn't, yeah, we, I got this, uh, started on the Among Us game. It was, uh, I, I started thinking about that in the Among Us game because, uh, this is what happened. So, uh, I got murdered in front of a bunch of people. They saw me die. And, uh, see, they voted off the one person. There, they, there was two people near it, the body. Uh, they voted off one person that was, like, that was possibly the imposter, which it turned out it wasn't. And then the other who killed me, like they let Definitely. him go, 
because <laughs> they diffused responsibility of getting the emergency meeting to the other person. You want to know what happened because of that? You they got the a game? clean win. They got <laughs> a clean win. They, no one caught any of them. And um, uh, that's that. See, that, that made me go on a 10 minute rant on my friends about the bystander effect, which even which I even thought was like, damn, I'm probably incorrect about that. But it made me interested in like researching it. Um, so hey, I was wait, real quick, real quick, though, real quick. Wait, for our viewers, which probably don't know what the bystander effect is. Um, to put it simply, um, the bystander effect is the presence, the presence of others discourages an individual from intervening in an, an emergency situation. So to put it into context, let's say someone's getting their shit beat by a random guy and you're right there and you could do something about it. But there are a lot of other people around you that could also do something about it. So you start thinking, oh, um, maybe someone else will do it. So I don't have to do it. That's a bystander effect. Just, just yeah. context. You could continue. Bruce. It's, uh, it's uh, it basically is like a slower, like the more people that there are, witnessing an emergency situation the or just any big situation, the more, the let, like the, the slower they the go to thing. actually report it. Mm-hmm. And, um, like the most famous example, which is kind of a weird thing because mm-hmm. although this did happen, the actual events that were reported compared to like the legal documents stating it mm-hmm. is quite incorrect. Why? Was um, so the the best, uh, the most cited source was the murder of Kitty, uh, Kitty? Geno- Genovese, or uh, uh, um, pardon me, I never like actually um, so the pronunciation, but uh, Genovese or Genovese or Genovese, but like um, anyway, call her Jenny. Uh, yeah, I'll just say Kitty. Um, but Kitty here was killed in front. Apparently, was killed in front of many people. Uh, thirty-eight, according to the um the article, mm-hmm. and um she was killed in front of thirty-eight people, her neighbors in Queens, uh, New York. On oh, Queens. Um, yeah, and appa- nobody, even though everybody was witnessing it, nobody to the article, and uh, uh, nobody reported it. Like. Or like some of them was thinking that it was a lover a lover's quarrel, and I'm I'm putting my like my quotation marks fingers up because like like they thought that it was just a lover's quarrel and they didn't do nothing about it, and uh, what they do she's dead because of that. But <laughs> um, however, the story apparently according to her brother, which I was like uh, I was like, what did he have to do? But he said that. Apparently, only like few of them was like only five of them was looking at the, the actual like murder, mm-hmm. and that it, it it was um. So the rest of those few that were there. Yeah, the, those the they heard the scream. They heard the scream of it, but then he witnessed the actual event. But those people that actually did see them like a murder taking place, they saw that uh-huh. it was an attacker. Huh. And they just they didn't report it. Uh, hey guys, this is a disclaimer from your host, Juan Santillan. I just wanted to say that this part of the conversation of the podcast had to be cut out because my co-host Bruce actually lost his audio in the midst of the conversation, leaving him conversing with himself. And 
yeah, I just had to edit this part or this part out because we couldn't get it back and we had to re-record um that part of the conversation. So yeah, um, sorry for the hassle. And yeah, you're back. Sorry, is this? Uh, yeah, I I don't I don't know what it is with Discord. Um, but let's just uh, we can probably Continue. edit that out. We can yeah, edit. So what uh, was that? Uh, I don't even know. You were talking about the case. Uh, what part of the case was I ending it? Like, uh, you were talking about how um the five. There were okay. the five witnesses. So yeah, only five witnesses, um, caught the actual murder, right? Mm. And uh, so basically, like, they they didn't actually like they saw the attack, but they didn't actually. They claim that they called the police, but there's no like actual records of it. Mm. Uh, just in like, I just needed to speed through just in case you guys heard already. But um, this phenomenon, it's like, there's several factors that were including in this, like, in this case, and you know, other bystander effects. Um, it's a theory, but honestly, it's uh, applied like a lot. There was many experiments that concluded that um, it does take place. There was a, a group of people witnessing like like a fire but anyway um the factors include the diffusion of responsibility which i've stated before were you there i'm here okay so diffusion of responsibility um which you know it's shared responsibility within a group it comes in any case so you could just when you're in a group project diffusion of responsibility i do this you do that blah 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 Mm-hmm. And it can also be in there during an emergency where you guys all decide on what you to do for each other, like mm-hmm. in this emergency, which like then comes an argument like like you guys all can agree that there's some certain responsibility, but like why is the reaction slower yeah, but then it, the but then it comes the, then then comes another effect. Like, and then comes another um, influence, which is pluralistic ignorance, which is the human's like de- dependency on the overt reaction of others. Overt mm-hmm. meaning apparent, and you can straight up like see them, like you you you're able to see them like physically, like face to face, and they sh- they're showing you what they're looking like, and. If they look calm, then oh, I must be calm. Like, oh, there's a ma- lady getting murdered, but oh, this guy is looking pretty calm. Yeah, I think I should be calm. Like, mm-hmm. which uh, this was pure like sarcasm. Like, I don't know if that's people that actually do stuff like that, but like, I'd be surprised. That one, that is like, that's the surprising fact. They do. They this is this effect apparently happens because of that. Um, so and, to sum it uh, all up, it's essentially just. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh my god! Um, is one more like influence, and it's like finally it's like evaluation apprehension, which is the fear of being judged by others. Okay, okay, yeah, I understand that. <laughs> this is what astounds me of people, because why are you afraid of getting picked on when there's an emergency? What's wrong with you? Like, I mean, like, uh, I don't want to be I don't know. Like, 
I don't know, like, maybe because I've never been in the actual entire emergency, mm. but, like, I just never see why you would be worried about, like, how you look when there's an emergency, like. Well, I guess I feel like that depends on the person, because, like, um, remember that time I got hit by a car? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I definitely do. <laughs> yeah, there was a shit ton of people around, right? So. Yeah. I just, I just did what I had to do. I didn't fucking care. I was actually bleeding um, from my face at that time. Um, a lady on the bench that was right there told me afterwards. But she said, but I just, I just got my ass off and I just reported the thing. I didn't care. Right. So I guess that the bystander effect really depends on the person that is involved. You know? Well, that's, but, but in your case, you were the only one that was really there. You, know, uh, you well, may have had really- other witnesses, but they, but you caught it immediately because you were the victim. Okay, true that. <laughs> okay, um, okay, okay, yeah. But anyway, um, for this continuing, like, there, it's called be called into question because, um, like again, the murder, like the actual case that everyone cites when when talking about the bystander effect, mm-hmm. like it's only it's like butchered a bit. So, like, it may not be entirely true. And, um, you know, there's also a decision-helping model that indicates about, like, the bystander effect uh, relating to it. It's presented in five steps. You notice the event, you interpret it as emergency, assume responsibility, no appropriate forms of assistance, and then you help. Which, mm. it fails to account for emotional factors and fails to explain why no decisions are made at each stage of the decision tree, which are the five steps. Um... But yeah, that's it for uh, the bystander effect for me. Um, that's like certain notes that I've gotten from like a couple of sources. But to sum it all up, bystander effect is a case where a group of people look at an emergency and they aff- they they basically blame each other. Oh, you should have you should help instead of me because uh, I don't want to look so bad. I mean. Uh, it goes back to like what you said in your Among Us thing, um, where it's like you know how you you got killed, right? That's what you said. And yeah. Nobody. They, they just pass the blame around and didn't actually. Take out they're the like, oh yeah, this other person should do it for me, and yeah, but they we lost because of that. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just, that's a prime example uh, of the bystander. Yes. Um, you want to talk about the next one? Oh, next one. Uh, Right, let me look, let me look at my very clean notes. Definitely. Clean. Oh, deja vu. Oh I, my gosh. <laughs> you know, I could go on about the deja. I hate the deja vu feeling. I hate it so much. Okay, Honestly, I'm pretty sure. Like, uh, it feels I'm, like it feels so familiar. I don't know why, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it always like, feels so familiar. But okay, real quick, just again to sum it up. I'm pretty sure everyone knows it. Just. But just to recap, the deja vu effect is a feeling that one has lived through the present situation before. It's like, you know, it's just like saying, um, like right now, I'm, re- I'm recording, we're recording the podcast, right? And um, I could get deja vu next time I record the podcast because it's happening. Hey, have we been here before? Like, yeah, like a familiarity. Or yeah, you the familiarity have, effect. Or most people that like, most people that do have deja vu. They usually have it like based on a dream, or at least in my cases that I've seen, mm-hmm. like they always say it's like a dream. It's like type, a dream type of feeling. Or apparently, deja vu's, um, they also are 
like they come from young uh intelligent adults that like to think a lot so they always mm. are st- especially when they're stressed uh i so, read about it just today mm-hmm. like so um, what you're on- saying okay go. wait real quick sorry sorry, sorry, that, sorry um deja vu is um universal it happens to everybody but me happens to young intelligent adults right that's what you're saying yeah or just intelligent people because they always are thinking it especially when they're stressed they they always have a certain feeling of familiarity um mm. just also like but just because you're an airhead doesn't mean you'll get it like um, like, I was <laughs> like um yeah that's basically it but uh, there's more stuff probably. about it ob- there's obviously more about it um oh yeah obviously I just, I just hate there's oh oh no like honestly i like deja vu it's always it gives this like i don't know it gives like a calm feeling <laughs> i don't know really? why it does when for me i don't get nervous when i get deja vu. it's always just a calm feeling yeah i've been here before i like it because yeah i've like I... it's i think it's because usually when i get deja vu it's in moments that I mm-hmm. I am in having a good time. Like mm-hmm. if I'm playing like like if I'm playing with my best friend or if I'm playing like or if I'm just having fun with loved ones or whatever it may be. But like if I remember yeah. if I feel like I've had it in a dream, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Like because those are sweet dreams. Why wouldn't I be happy that my dream came to reality? Like it's yeah. not even like cringe. It's it's it's, a, it's just like plain how I feel. But um yeah so. Like, okay, I, a... I, I get what you're okay. saying, but for me, it's like when I get the vu, I just get in the most random moments when I when I've clearly, you know, we already find what the vu is, and I oh, just yeah. get it. I just get it right, and I, I I just hate it because it makes me feel sick. It makes me feel nauseous. It makes me feel like I was in the past. Uh, that's how that's how I would describe it. Jeez, you really don't like the past, do you? <laughs> I, I, I got really like it's like it's like everybody, everybody's here in middle school years, and if you don't, um, well, I guess you had a good middle school then. Good middle oh, buddy, school. I did not have a good middle school. Believe yeah, me. Right. Yeah, um, nah, um, so there's a couple of like things w- where I've gotten. I I can say for sure that my AP textbook just like this year that I was reading. Um. Mm-hmm. I read just today too. Like this was like very recent. We were talking. I was reading about memory, and um, Ooh. uh, and I quote from the book. Um, I, I I really forgot the author's name. Uh, I could look it up. I could just check your. Oh, right Myers. Now, but... Myers. It's Myers. Myers. Um. Myers, yes. So the key to deja vu seems to be familiarity with a stimulus without a clear idea of where we encountered it before. Normally, we experience a feeling of familiarity thanks to temporal low processing, which um, I don't know if I want to go over deeply right now, so I'll just say uh-huh. that. Um, the yeah, temporal low processing is uh, the side of It's your... where you hear. It's where you hear and uh, other it's okay in processes. The side of your yeah. Uh, before we consciously remember details thanks to the hippocampus and frontal lobe, those are responsible for explicit memories, mm. which I will not go over, but... Uh, basically, those are episodes that you remember in your head. Um, mm-hmm. When these functions and brain regions are out of sync, we may experience a feeling of familiarity without a conscious recall. Our amazing brains try to make sense of such an improbable situation. We get an eerie feeling that we're reliving some earlier part of our life. After all, the situation is familiar. Yeah, deja vu. Even though we have no idea why. Um, 
you're talking about source amnesia, which is like you learn you learn something like like from a different source, but it could also oh, co- like but you also learn something similar from like another from source. like another source, and that's where you like confusing where you got the sources from. Yeah. So that's what source amnesia is. So that's why I'm gonna just I'm gonna define that right now because like I just read about it. Hmm. And uh like I'll just like it's I'm pretty solid uh, like uh, that I, I can understand that. Yeah, I guess um or yeah, like that. And um like source amnesia, um it's a whole different topic, but like leave it for another day. if it's just that is it, the AP textbook essentially said like a source amnesia might have to do with like um deja vu but other um sources could say that like they're not related at all eh, they're related but um there's another like there's another responsible another thing that's responsible which is a it could be human recognition memory um and so this is a this one i got the source of um news report by colorado state university psychologist Anne m clary or clary uh, published in Current Directions in Psych- Psychological Science and as a journal for the Association of Psychological Science. Um, that's where it came from. Mm-hmm. It, it's, um, it's saying here that recognition memory, it, just to define it, because uh, to be honest, I never knew about this. Like, I didn't know what this type of memory was because when I was reading AP, all I got was a, uh, explicit memory, implicit memory. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so recognition memory is the type of memory that allows us to realize that what we are currently experiencing has already been experienced before, such as when we recognize a friend on the street or hear a familiar familiar song on the radio. Mm-hmm. The brain fluctuates between two types of recognition memory: recollection and familiarity. Recollection-based recognition occurs when we can pinpoint an insurance. I mean, insurance instance. When a current situation has been previously occurred, I guess you could say like, uh, you know, uh, meeting your friend at I don't know, a certain place, time. like mm-hmm. meeting, yeah, like under, like knowing who your friend is probably, uh, and even after a long time, you see them like in yeah. the same place, like you you you'll recognize. Um, <laughs> but I feel like that also depends on a person because of uh, uh, I'm not gonna say any names, but let's say. Um, a few days ago, I went to return my books to school, right? You know how we had to do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I ran into one of my into one of my friends, actually mutual friends from each other. It's a mutual friend. I ran oh, into okay, them, okay. and I I did not recognize him at all. <laughs> at all, I they don't look know. Ex- most. They look exactly size. the same, but my dumbass just didn't recognize him until I saw him up close. So I feel like it all depends on the person. Well, most psychological like terminologies and theories they do depend on people. They like, mm-hmm. we're a very complex species, uh. So if some things may not apply as well to others, but everybody does have a recognition memory, whether they believe it or not. So it's like an average uh, thing. It's a it's a universal thing. Everybody has it. Um, but it's more apparent in other certain people. Yeah. So. However, like with uh familiarity, like when familiarity and rec- recollection are like out of sync too. Yeah. Like 
you can see like okay how about here's how about this like in the random example where like you do have it correctly like correct familiarity and uh recollection recollection so so seeing a man at the store and realizing that you've seen him before on the bus right uh-huh and on the other hand like familiarity um base recognition occurs when like your 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 situation feels fami- familiar like you just don't know what it came from mm. like so that's deja vu it's deja vu put it blunt like um it's familiarity like familiar like based like memory so Um, in over simplified terms essentially one one of them familiarity is when you know when you recognize something and you could Trace back the source of where you recognize that thing from. That's recollection. That's recollection. That's correct. Recollection and familiarity is the time where you recognize something, that's... but you cannot trace back the. Yeah. Source. So therefore, that is deja vu. That is deja vu. Um, familiarity. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Um. Yeah. Oh, by a... the way, real quick. Um. Do you know that deja vu is actually French? Uh yeah, I think I had an idea that it was French, uh, based on like you know I wouldn't say spelling, but like mm-hmm. the wording of it. The I just didn't know. It. Yeah, like the it was okay. kind of like the symbol of it that was like, um. Mm-hmm. So there was another effect I really want, like that I was I had some interest in, but mm-hmm. now that I look at it, it's kind of boring whack but like it's boring and it, it's very useless to me honestly what like, is it? so is uh, i'll just give an honorable mention to the mcgurk effect so it's basically when oh, the mcgurk like, all that when it's like a confliction between visual speech and the auditory like auditory yeah. um parts of it mm-hmm. and the conflict and basically you can see one word that's being said and then you can hear another word being said, but your mm, brain you processes it, it and then you get an entirely different word, which is uh it's a yeah. it's an interesting fact, but honestly yeah, it's uh I mean like um uh, have you ever watched okay. I, I disagree I think, with you. I think it's actually quite useful. And at least like you said in the beginning, it's like know what's going on that you know. Yeah. You know, you're yeah, learning yeah, yeah, it's like, um, let me give you an example to make it easier to understand. Uh, let's say you're watching a movie in, mm-hmm. in Spanish, and like, um, or you bilingual speakers out there. Um, but the original recording was in English. Normally, um, movies would have to um, reanimate the actor's mouths to fit into the new audio um, dub, right? That's what that's the normal way to go about it, but due to the McGurk effect, um, you could, if it's if the job was not well done, then you could clearly recognize that the voice and the mouth are not in sync. That's essentially what the McGurk effect is. Hmm. Depending on basis, like it, it's it's a different way to put it, but uh, different way yes. to put it, but at a basis, it's the same. It's saying. basically like that. Um. Wait, I'm gonna. Uh, you can um talk about another topic right now. I need to get uh, my yeah. charger real quick. Just uh, 
All right, go ahead. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I'll I'll be right back though. All right. So Bruce has left us right now for real quick. So let me let me see how my notes. Another topic. Oh, the state of the. What about? I think I uh, let's talk about cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. It's a, it's actually a very simple term, not too hard to understand, and it's something that you should know because it happens in everyday life when you're talking with a bunch of different people. So essentially, what cognitive dissonance is, it is the what? Okay, he's muttering in the background. Okay. Cognitive dissonance is the state of discrimination when two ideas contradict. Alright, I am back. Okay, Sorry. Back. Okay, so, I was so what were you going about, on? Um, cognitive dissonance. You know? Oh, uh, yes. I honestly, yeah. I think out of all the topics we discussed like, for today, this is mm-hmm. by far the most the useful most... one. Exactly, that's what exactly I just said. Is it something that happened? Did you, to... um, yeah, I'd explain Wait, did everything. you go over the definition? Yes, okay. I did. It's, it's, like I said, it's something that goes on pretty much in the daily life of every person when you're hanging out with people and everything. And, um, it, and uh, understanding this, um, this could actually help, I wouldn't say save, people, save people's lives, but nah. it could make people a lot more a better, better. And under better understanding of. Yes. B- being better at anything they're like, and just life, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there's like certain factors that like, like it helps like um, get rid of like discomfort. Right. So, like, I don't know, like being um being distressed because you're understanding the fact that what you're doing is like wrong, sort of wrong. Like, it it just like especially when it's more personal and high regarded. Mm-hmm. And like the size of what you're doing, of like how wrong it is, like that is just how you can feel terrible for it. Like, feels like an unending sin to you. Like, it like it's just gonna like manipulate your behavior, your thoughts, your decisions, mm-hmm. and basically your mental health. Um, mm-hmm. and as a result, like people are just gonna be trying to hide themselves or be like uh, like hide their actions and beliefs with others. Mm-hmm. Like they just hide themselves. They're just ashamed of what they're doing, practically. Some rationalize and think they're they're trying to like defend their action, basically. Like they take like, them oh. off the high ground. Yeah, like, and uh, some people are like shying away from the conversations related to such topics, um, and some avoid like information regarding their topic. But mm-hmm. um. Let's give like an example here. So, uh, I would say smoking, but like smoking and drugs. But like obviously, like everybody, yeah, this is gonna be. Uh, let's give something more uh, personal, like more personal. Uh, and porn. Yeah. Um. Like. I wouldn't say I completely struggled with like a porn addiction. Like addiction. Well, I mean, to be honest, like every I'm I'm not gonna lie. Everybody has suffered from this. Like 
Uh, no matter how hard you try to hide it from your parents and everybody like above you and stuff like that, you just can't. You can't hide it. Yes. Oh yeah. Like it's it's. I wouldn't say it has to do with the teenage hormones and blah, blah. I would say that, but like actually, you know, it's obvious. like a, right. It's like you know, the, it's psychologically proven that males have more, how they say this, more tendency to watch porn than women. Hmm, that's an interesting fact, honestly. Yeah, very um, But okay, go like on. the thing. But the thing is, like, um, it's the thing is, like, uh, ejaculating or masturbating too much, it can have some harmful effects. Oh yeah, no. and and I we we understand this, but sure. like, even sometimes, like now, especially in such a dark time as this, like, and I have too much time in my hands. So when I'm not working on like this or my homework or being a student or whatnot. Either having fun. I'm either playing games or, or having fun with your son. Or having yeah. <laughs> um so like I understand. So basically me well, I feel distressed doing it. Like I feel bad sometimes. Uh-huh. You know, quote unquote post nut clarity, which <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that could be an example of um cognitive oh. dissonance. That, that's uh, what I think it, that's what I believe that's what what we do is. But then again, it could be argued that it's just something else because women uh, apparently don't feel so bad. Mm. Apparently women don't feel so bad for this. Apparently so. women do. Supposedly. Yeah, I mean, but we don't I, know that. We, yeah, never, we don't, we don't that. study women. It's cognitive dissonance. Yes, you're right. It's a cognitive dissonance battle between ourselves. Exactly. Yeah. We're trying to prove our innocence while still trying to because we prove our innocence. Also doing it. Yes. Because we prove our innocence. Um, wait, what was we it? continue it. We, we, we feel like... Yes. But so, and that's a problem. It, yeah, it's a problem. Yes, that leads to a problem. That turns into and, addiction. Um, yeah, that's addiction. Um, like, yeah. avoiding, like... D- yeah, so... But the, honestly, <laughs> this dissonance is very useful, too. Like, yeah, of it is a problem, but, like... It prompts people to change. Like, it prompts people to change their behaviors and, like, um, actually make See it so wrong. that their change goes like, goes with their belief. Yeah. So, honestly, like, a fa- like I wouldn't say a famous case, but a very no case that I know in my life was my pastor. Like, who, I don't know how, what he does in his personal life now, but uh-huh. he says, like, as a teenager, that boy, like, he was down bad. Like... I can't even Rotten say this in a professional report? sense. He was down bad to porn. Like, he was so bad. Oh, addiction. Like, hardcore <laughs> yeah, addiction? Yeah, he had like... an addiction. Ooh. And, um, and you know, now he's a pastor, so he changed, like, entirely. He, this may yeah. have been due to his cognitive dissonance and due to his religious... um Upbringing. Like, oh, uh, yeah, upbringing, too. Like, he called for God, and God's, like, Responded. with him. But... Yeah. But if you want to be non-religious about it, uh, for your atheists and uh, other people, you can say that, oh, like, this was he his psychological saw... cognitive dissonance He's... and was like, Oh, he change. just saw it's the wrong thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And this can help you for your diets and uh, New Year's resolution where you're just looking at, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to work out more. Make sure That's you it. keep it. Your your, is, your cognitive dissonance, is, dissonance yes. is a part of your battle. No, no, just it's not right. you feel- what, what you just said right there, 
it, that's cognitive dissonance. That's to sum it up. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like, it will be part of your battle between what you want, what you believe, and what you're doing. What? All right. <laughs> your beliefs yeah, and like, what your and your actions. It's like saying, um, you know how people sometimes say that oh, if they were put in this situation, they'll do this and that, and but when they're actually in that situation, they they don't do neither. They don't know what to do. Oh, like oh, if I was here, I would beat this boy's ass. Like I would, yeah. like or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I forgot where I was going with this, but I just re- remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, this does jump into another topic, like you said. So they would say it there, like online or something like that. But they would oh, do it in um, life. Online, you know, okay. online, online, online. Yes, yes, yeah. Okay, um, you're right. You're actually right. Yeah, yeah. That is where we can jump into that. I don't know where you're going to go with that, but we can jump into that for topic. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Um, so this is an effect that just occurs where, like, you're using the internet. And you lower your mo- moral obligation and you're just more open mouth because of it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, just think of it as your little angel or little conscious, like, just in your head. That thing mm-hmm. is, that tells you, like, oh, don't do this, dude. This is a terrible idea. Wait. Go on, Mike, hold on. Give me a, fi- give me a, fi- give me a moment, my. There we go. It's gone. <laughs> well, I don't know um, what you were doing, but okay. I was trying to. I was trying to snap. Uh, right. Um, it's because my fingers weren't ready for snapping. But uh, basically, your conscience is gone, and this results in either showing a bit too much information, being TMI, telling about everything about like your life, which um, I think I would say I am, like, because okay. uh, like. But this is like the most relatable topic to us. Just, just uh, going over like cognitive dis- uh, dissonance may be re- most informative and more helpful. But this is relatable yeah, yeah. to everyone. This is applied to everyone. The douches, the especially in this day and age of internet and people. the social justice warriors. Um, yeah, <laughs> and just normal people. Like, um, like this. Oh yeah. So um. It could also be resulting, like, yeah, like I said, with the douches. Mm. Douches come online because they have more, like, they're more anonymous. Like, there's different oh. reasons, like, there's different reasons that uh, you, you're you different in the internet rather than life. So, anonymity, yes. which is hard to fucking say in English. Um, you're more anonymous, like I just said. And uh, especially mm-hmm. in the anonymous apps. Since nobody really knows who you are, you're, it's just free game. Like, yes, you can ban. If you guys knew, like, if you guys knew me in real, like, real life, you'd know I am. I have to be very careful. <laughs> like, <laughs> or like, or you, if you knew me in real life, like, which, uh, considering what I'm, what we're planning, like, yes, I'm gonna have to be careful here, like, in what I say, yeah, in my stories, and um, even like on my Instagram. Uh, I'm careful in what I post. Like, I used to just not care and post whatever I wanted. And um, until I'd say a year ago, where schools were like, uh, "Your your school looks at your stuff. You better be careful." <laughs> so I'm just like, "Oh, okay. You know what? <laughs> uh, yeah. I gotta go." But 
So like, there's character development there. I don't know, like, if uh, Jorge here was um mm. more like, open? how do I say? Yeah, like open or like what you I'm... did in your work and stuff like that. Mm. So I mean, I feel like a... no way. Let me because I'm an artist. And maybe because I mean, you have you have to keep an image because you're an artist, but let me think. This is like it's tough. Um because how do I say this? I feel like I feel like the online distribution effect doesn't apply to me because it's essentially saying, you know, the difference between how you act. Actually never mind, it does and does apply to me. Yeah, it, it's it is always a different. I don't know if like yeah. you're entirely different online and than what you are like in real life. Like, because um, I know you in real life, but like, you don't seem so different. But yeah, at the so same I'll time, really there are certain there are certain things that I didn't I didn't know about you online that you never like that. I mean, that you, sorry, the opposite thing that I didn't know you had in real life that you showed online. But that's then again, like, that's where you usually show the stuff that you wouldn't tell people in person. So mm-hmm. I would say it's more of a universal thing. But yeah, you're right, again, you're right. like. But in terms of a personality change, I would say you didn't change so much. Oh, yeah, which no. then again, like like I said before, like some psychology like effects and theories, they are different to uh, different types of people. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, I, I, I'm... But to honestly, I think I'm a like, I think I'm semi an exception. There's some things that I definitely mm-hmm. would not like. I definitely would not say in real life I would immediately oh, yeah, nah. die for it. Yeah, but then. um, oh uh, like, yeah, uh, um, yes, actually now, yeah, you're right. Um, I'm not an exception because you know, you know what we were talking before we were, um recording this. Yes. Or, my, yeah. Oh, yes. yes, yes, yes. yes. That's um, that's something. I'm there not are certain gonna, things we could not, not say. say. Yeah. Here that's at it. all. That's, 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 yeah. yeah. That. So yeah, the, this is I guess it, that plays perfectly to me. It does apply to everyone. It doesn't um, anyway, like uh, let's continue for uh, like different reasons. So there's another reason we would just be more aggressive or uh, more open, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. So there's a, such a thing as lag time, and uh, um, this this lag time, quote unquote, is like basically the time you post something which is aggressive or open, and the time between a response that's and the time that's given and the response that's given. Sorry. Um, which gives you more freedom to being more toxic or friendly, and it also gives you thought to like thought time to put in these responses. Like, if you look at a post that was toxic, you can think about a toxic response or something like maybe like professional to argue against. Um, a very silly case was wait, are you, am I here? What? Oh, okay, okay. Um, a silly case we here was uh, some guy wanted to be like um, like he was doing a little skit where he was typing against people wearing sandals and socks, and uh, somebody else was going just like they in real life were just like disappointed. Yeah, and they were they were just like they didn't really they had the thought to like make a disappointed response about it. Uh, this also goes to the third point, um, a lack of verbal cues. They definitely, you wouldn't know how other people would feel about it because you don't see them face to face. You don't see their facial expressions, <clears throat> thus you don't see how they feel. 
Yeah. So if I were to say some really uh, disgusting stuff right now, and uh, you guys heard me, um, see, I wouldn't be too concerned. Well, I would be concerned because uh, my career would be over before I even started, uh, number one. And uh, <laughs> number two, um, I don't know. Just why would I say stuff like that? But like, yeah. um, but the thing is, like, if I was th- like saying in a personal sense where I wouldn't be worrying about like anything really like a career or um, where like, nothing will affect you if you say it or a friendship. Yeah. Or, like, or like something that won't affect me. Like I wouldn't care because I wouldn't know how you felt. I wouldn't care how you felt because, like, I would I, say like you, even though you guys are my audience, like, like you're not you seeing pers- them. We're I not pers- seeing them. Yeah, I personally don't feel you. Like, like I'm not feeling how you're feeling, so I don't feel an empathy. And therefore, yeah. I don't feel any like any regard for it. Mm. Um, this is like, oh, you go. Now, I was going to say, you know how at the beginning of the podcast you said that normally you're a close person, but once we, throughout the episodes, we're going to learn more about you? Yes. Right? That's what you said. How you, well, you clearly stated that you're an open person. Yeah, you're doing that right now. I yeah, didn't want to like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think this would be connected like to first moments here, but like, um, yeah, this is, I wouldn't say this change, the online changes me. Because mm-hmm. usually, like, everybody in, like, my friends group, like, except certain people, like, I have, like, set, certain, like, really close friends that are, like, those are, like, m- how, like, those are the people I keep my humanity for. Like, everybody humanity. else, is, they, like, everybody else, when I'm pissed, you see me pissed. Like, yeah. Like, um, but yeah, like. It does like it just connects into our life. Like everyone is gonna relate to this, mm. and oh, yeah, um, this could be a good thing too. Like honestly, this effect is all uh, is great because, like, other than toxicity, like the positive of this is like you know if you're open and like you do TMI and stuff, mm-hmm. you do get the support that you want. Like sometimes it depends on your group sometimes of people. Depends on like, um, but like. Wait, so this is, this, I feel second. like there's a lot of depends in psychology. It, it, like, yeah, it's very, it's, I wouldn't say it, it's vague, but, oh, well, it's kind of vague, but I, it's, I wouldn't very specific say, and it's yeah, it's very in specific. certain cases. Yes. But then again, the depends are very, like, a low percentage. Like, mm-hmm. I would, uh, it's like a low, a very low percentage of people. Um, that's, what's that value called? Uh, uh statistical significance so um, um but yeah like you would get supported so mm. then there's this there's different types of dis disinhibitions disinhibitions sorry disinhibitions. Um, yeah and one's toxic of course when you're aggressive and the internet just looks like a dark place for everyone to like talk crap to each other yeah and the second place is benign disinhibition where you are sharing with a positive result like everybody hmm. is so nice and like it's a nice community. So it all depends. Um, yes, yes, yes. Depends. <laughs> and uh yes, this does conclude our um our Those psychology terms. terms. Um oh, you may have you may uh, like I'm not gonna say nothing like against you, Jorge, but like you mm-hmm. you may have noticed that I was doing most of the talking, but uh this is because yeah, like, nah, you went you went off. I you, did the you, main you just talk. Uh, I was just listening. I may- 
Yeah, I did the main research for this. Um, <laughs> he's even though like you're supposed to be the host, but uh, like, yeah. well, we're I'm just gonna. So, I'm like, gonna do the, the audio editing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this guy, I'm I'm Joe Rogan here. <laughs> but, I know that is, but okay. Okay, but uh, basically, <laughs> like I'm the main researcher here. Like I, like if uh we're talking about something for education and stuff like that. Sometimes it, it's gonna be me. Sometimes it'll be him, depending on the subject. Mm-hmm. But for the but but yeah, this yeah. time, it was me. I did all yeah. the, like I did most of the research. But uh, yes, psychology is not my thing. History, though. Oh, oh, yes, that's my thing. History is my thing. You're doing that one next time. Just saying, I yes. took too much time for this one. <laughs> I'm um, definitely doing the history next time. Yes. Yes, but uh, he. I did the research, so it was mostly like kind of like me talking about to you guys. He's just uh, co-hosting with commentating. me, making the comments, conversations. But uh, like for our main episode where we talk about stories and stuff, uh, hopefully we will be evenly like matched with our Balance. speech and yes, yeah, and talking to each other. But in um, an educational standard, it really depends on who knows more of the subject. Yes, for sure. Like, um, it definitely might go to me. It might go to him. It's uh. Depending on how, like, yeah, but uh, we can also expand just depending on how many, like, how this well this goes. Which, uh, honestly, uh, I hopefully it does. And honestly, if it doesn't, I don't really mind just doing this, uh, for the heck of it. It's fun. This is really fun to do. And, uh, winter vacation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the winter vacation, this will definitely help me kill some time, uh, getting research done and, uh, maybe uh, studying it. Yeah, I'm actually studying for once because I hardly study in class. I never actually. Study. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I, I and yeah, that, that's, this was the podcast for today. Um, all the terms, all as you can see, they all, all depend on certain circumstances. But nevertheless, they're all useful. Yeah. For everyday. I was gonna say everyday consumer, but I feel like it's, that's something for a product. Uh, anyways, who's consuming you? <laughs> the audience. Oh, yeah, am I lagging? No, you're perfect. All right then. Well, uh. Goodbye, guys. It was um, nice talking to you guys for our first episode. We'll and see you next time. We will see you to next week, loop. actually. Next to the loop. Oh, yeah, next week. Huh? Bye-bye. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> to the loop. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.